Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hi, guys. Welcome to Brain Food. I have a very special guest with me today. It's my first special guest on this podcast ever. You can introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Robin, and I currently enroll into FIT with Kat. So what's your major? I am production management, which is basically almost like a creative director based, but yeah. Okay, so like, where are you from? Like, oh, tell okay. yeah, my yeah. introduction. I'm yeah. coming from Germany, but I was born in Korea, and my dad was in the military, so I would move around a lot. And I guess I have a lot of different experiences with different cultures, so that was a big part of my life, or a big part of my change that is that made me who I am today. Yeah. So I'm excited for questions now. So I have like a bunch of questions here and like honestly like each question is just gonna flow into the next like I kind of feel like I'm gonna ask you a question and then we'll probably like ramble about something and then it'll go into whatever. So I have my first question. What feeling did you experience the day after graduating high school? Um, if I'm being honest, I really didn't feel anything because at the time my life was moving so fast so like it wasn't one event that was very like finite it was always so fluid which made made it hard to realize what the events are actually like the events are like actually occurring like how much they actually meant to me mm-hmm. so i feel like graduation was just something that's i don't know I, for me at least it was just like whatever because although it was a big milestone in my life it was I was ready for the next chapter, honestly, because I wanted to get out of my town. I wanted to make new friends. I wanted to have, create this persona of myself, of who I want to be in the future, you know? Yeah. Like, it was the same thing for me, where I come from a town where, like, statistically, we are the second whitest town in America. How does does that even work? (laughs) Like, we, like, basically, like, our town was basically... I think point zero something African American, and then the rest, oh. the rest was like Asian, okay. so and it was just all white. <laughs> okay, I thought <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know you were talking like demographically. I thought yeah. you were talking like culturally. White. No, 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 no. Like okay. demographically, like we don't have any culture to our town. So, like boohoo, poor me. But like Wait. being an artist, my mom being an artist, and kind of like whenever you tell someone like oh, I'm going to school, art school in the city. They're like, right. oh, good luck with that. Like, they kind of, like, have on the back of their mind, like, that's probably not going to work out for you. Right. And I just, as soon as I graduated, I threw my cap up. I was out of there. I didn't talk to anybody except for my best friend, and I just, like, was ready to, like, move on. No, so, like, with my high school, I went to a middle high school, and the, the student count for both middle and high school was about, like, 250. Okay. So, like... Basically, if you didn't fit in with a certain group, you only have so much groups to go in, yeah. which is why I ended up staying alone a lot. And, like, from being alone, I, like, kind of, like, gain a perspective on how valuable, like, my personal space is for my own personal growth and my own personal, like, sanity, I guess, if that yeah, makes sense. definitely. That's how I felt my senior year. Because, like, my freshman year, I, I was, like, like, not myself in a way, mm-hmm. but... If I'm being honest, I kind of feel that way now. Like, my friend, me and my friend were talking not too long ago, and he, like, described it perfectly. Like, imagine, like, 
I'm in an ocean, like nothing but the ocean, right? Yeah. And I have a 360 view of nothing but water, but I don't know where land is. So I'm just keep, so I'm just constantly treading Moving. water. Yeah. That's how I feel right now. Like yeah. I don't know where land is, but the ocean is there. I don't know how to get to it, but like the only way to do it is to, you just know. Just keep moving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Like I'm an illustration major and like, yeah, it's great. I'm around like like-minded people, but at the same time, I am very... I have a different style than close to all of them. So I have a teacher who's mostly comic based and then everyone in the class is like basically a cartoon. I don't, I'm not like that. So it's been like super hard to like try to make friends. (laughs) Especially because you think like people in your major like, oh, this is great. Like everyone has to do the same thing and everyone wants the same thing out of where we are. But at the same time, like it's the same from where I came from my hometown. Like not every, you can't just get along with people just to like, you know yeah how has your uh college experience been so far well i've been blessed with a single which is great yeah, must be <laughs> nice must be nice um but honestly more shit has happened outside of the school that's been beneficial to me than being here oh me too one thousand percent it's crazy like my second week i was here I went to New York Fashion Week thinking I was just going to, like, volunteer and do some work, and I ended up just, like, walking oh, and yeah, modeling for that was, the runway. That was great. And then I met people through that, and then I got a job, and through my job, like, I've been making connections through that. But when I come here, it's kind of just, like, classwork. Classwork, just small talk. Right. And then I'm done. My day's over. Right. But I've made, like, I've had, like, a, I made a good friend in one of my illustration classes, which has been really, really good, and, like give me a little bit of hope but i've only we've only been here for a month which like you have to put that into perspective even though it's hard to (laughs) like i I, at least for me i feel like everyone around me is still a stranger yeah like they're still strangers like for me at least it takes a lot for me to say okay i know you as a person because because i value like human connection so much i have to connect with people in a way where it's like okay like i see like, who you I, are yeah exactly yeah like i'm the same it, way and for for me it's like it takes a while for me to reach that point because i because i'm constantly asking questions about people and stuff like that but like people every time i get like like very deep in like how i ask questions people just don't listen yeah like they're so like uninterested so, so uninterested and it's like like how do you like life is so complex like how do you not ask questions about people or about the things around you like i this might sound like i'm a nerd but like i am always thirsty for knowledge me too because i am always striving to learn more because there's so much out there every day happening every day and i want to be in situations where i may not be myself but that's okay because i'm still learning through those uncomfortable experiences right yeah and i feel like people nowadays don't necessarily care or like care about or like necessary things that you need as human beings as like to connect with people it's just very scary yeah it's just very like like finite it's like people want this thing i don't know maybe it could be party i don't know smoking whatever whatever they may enjoy and that's the only thing that they surround themselves by yeah and i feel like in order for me to reach my so-called liberty, I have to get out of that 
Yeah. And my, it, my own bubble, you know. And, like, especially, like, being sober, I have not, I haven't obviously been surrounding myself with that. And I right. feel like in a way to fit in with kids or just to be able to, like, meet the right people, I need to be part of that. And I don't want to give up, like, my liberty or, like, my my personal growth to just give in to small talk or give right. in to, like, stupid conversations that I don't want to be part of. And like I said, I... I I feel as though through your time alone, you've also like enjoyed being alone because yeah. you know how to have fun with your own self, mm-hmm. like through those experiences. So, yeah, yeah, that was definitely like a good segment. See, it just like flows into the next <laughs> one. Um, take away finances in college. What is your true dream? Like, what would you do? Oh, musician, one thousand percent. Because music makes me feel this type of sensation that I don't get. Like, I know it might sound cliche, but, like, it just makes me feel me. Like, yeah. I, I'm i an introvert at heart, but when music comes on or, like, when I am playing an instrument, I am just, like, fully de- dedicated to that moment in time of, like, depending on what music is there, it's just... Mm-hmm. C- it makes me happy. Yeah, I, it's I just inexplainable yeah, it just, happiness. Yeah. Or just, like, it emphasizes a feeling that I'm currently feeling. So. Yeah, like Always. your true self comes out and you're just right. like be able to like I mean that's why I started my podcast. Like I think at heart like I'm a writer and I think I really like writing and like as much as I'm artistically talented, I love film and writing right. like stuff that about films and just writing in general. So to be able to like come on here and like write a subject I want to talk about and just talk about it as if I'm like narrating a book is just like my favorite thing to do. And I feel like it takes a while to, like, get out that part of me. Right. But, like, with time, it's it's slowly coming out more and more. Okay. Do you still experience your inner child speaking to you? Um, personally, no. I, I don't because I, as much as the past was a good experience or good experience for me, at least, I try not to think about the past because I am constantly evolving and changing. Okay. So looking back in the past and thinking, like, what will my inner child do is something that is, like, at least for me, it won't be beneficial for me. Yeah. Because I want to go in a direction where I wasn't myself, like, where... I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, like, it's, it's just, uh, just woke up, like, an hour ago. It's so okay. Like, <laughs> but anyway, it's like, I, if I were to speak to my inner child, I would not be who I am right now because I'm constantly looking at the past to go forward or backwards in a direction where I don't want to go yeah you know and like I said I'm not gonna be who I am like five years from now or even like a year from now so like looking back won't help me but like I feel like looking back through the troubles I had and how I dealt with it may mm-hmm. help me in the future. Like, okay, yeah. I this is how I do this this time, or this is how I solve this this time, you know? I feel like those are the instances where I may look at the past, not necessarily my inner child, but m- through my past experiences, I guess. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like I agree with you a lot on that, but when it comes to, like, art and I have to write about it, like, you know, and I feel like explaining my art sometimes is, like, a bad trap. Right. Because it's like I shouldn't have to explain this, but right. if if I do like go deep into it or I write about something from whatever artistic standpoint, I feel like most of it comes from my childhood, which is I'm trying to like stray 
I'm trying to stray away from that because right. I'm not I'm not my 14, 13, 12 year old self anymore at all. Right. So, okay, what else do I have? Tell me your own personal growth story, a major change in perspective. Um, like most people, the biggest change I feel like happened during quarantine, okay. like most people, like I used to be very depressed and very like, like sad about how I was perceived as a person, mm-hmm. but like obviously it wasn't like an instant change, but I had to look myself in the mirror and like tell myself that I am in full control of myself and the only way change is going to happen is if I fully believe in myself and what I am capable of doing in this world because even in the smallest way I do want to make a change in this world like whatever that may be or like even like just like a simple like have a good night is like yeah very so big for people is very big and i want to you know make a change even if it's small like and i feel like a perspective that i've adapted to that i've really loved is like i don't like this hierarchy that this society puts humans in like i feel as though everyone is equal but we're all different like some people may be successful than other people but that does not contradict the value of a human being right yes i mean i talked about this my last episode like the celebrity like pedestals that we Mm -hmm. put people on like you take like someone like kim kardashian and kanye west who are in like the same bubble of people but you look at how differently people perceive them as and how low kanye is compared to how high Kim is, even though that they're literally married to each other. Right. And I don't know, I just, they, there's just, there's a million combinations of celebrities where it's like that. And like, we just, we put them on a hierarchy, even though we say that we're all equal and that they're still people. Like, right. we still look up to them and do stuff and accept things that are really bad that they do. And no, I feel like as soon as people realize that not everyone has the same perspective and morals as them, this world will be a better place. Yeah. Even just by that thought alone. Like, you can't please everybody, you know? Like, no. And everybody will be different. But you gotta, you gotta understand that we're going to have different thoughts at the end of the day. But as long as you acknowledge that, okay, I... This is my belief, that's your belief. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. Right? Like, who's, who says what's wrong and who says what's right? Like, exactly. I think morally we all know deep down what's good and what's bad. Exactly. Depending on whatever, like, mental situation you're in, because sometimes people just don't know. But I think we all know, like, we shouldn't steal. We shouldn't lie to people. We right. shouldn't <laughs> do certain things. But I feel like people just convince themselves nowadays that, like, there's a justification for everything that we do. Right. No matter, like, what it is, it's their fault or it's not their fault, which is a really scary thing. Are you scared of rejection? I think I am. <laughs> I think I I think I have been my whole life. I mean, I was bullied a lot as a kid until like my senior year of high school. That's when it like literally stopped. Um I don't know if I'm so scared of rejection. I think I'm scared of like people I don't know, just like they just people just have never understood my standpoint until I was a normal functioning human being but like what was the differentiation between like when i was five when i was 17 you know exactly 
I I personally am not scared of rejection only because rejection is honesty in my point of view it's like if this like hypothetically let's say this person doesn't like me for who I am I'm completely fine with that only because like like that's okay that's you may not like me for who I am but that's fine like I may eliminate you from my life but that's okay you think that way yeah. Because you can have you, you can dislike me if you want to. You know, it's it's. That's a good, really good perspective to have. Right. And that's one I'd want to have now. I've never thought about it like that. And that's why I value personal space. Yeah. Back like back to personal space. I really value that. Yeah, like I think re- I think rejection is a really hard word to like explain how I feel towards people, but. I think it's more like it takes a while for me to warm up to people. Like I can sit here across from you because we've talked before right. this. But if I were just to invite a random person I've never talked to, I would be very I'm walking on eggshells. I feel because that's just the ki- type of person I am. I'm very like guarded, and I wasn't that way until like a couple years ago. But I'm starting to open up a little bit more. That's that's good. At least for me though, I I love talking to strangers. Yeah. Like. Probably, if I'm being honest, more so than I do with the students at FIT. As of right, yep. as as of the experiences <laughs> right now, like if that may change later, but like I don't know. It's cool that everybody has a different perspective on like events or anything, everything, everything. Yeah, and the fact that that stranger is willing to, you know, just put ten minutes out of their life and then just talk with me and listen to me mm-hmm. and make me feel heard. While yeah. I'm doing the same, it's just mind-blowing. It's just beautiful. It's, like, it's beautiful. And that's great about us living in the city, too. I feel like where I'm from, like, I would not be able to do that. Really? Like, here? Yeah, no. Well, because I'm from a suburban town where, like, I sit outside. I'm in the middle of, like, a field is <laughs> where it very, there's just is nobody. Is it very, like, conservative where yes. you're from? Yes. Oh, okay. It's, like, a lot of old money, old land, and, like, okay. lots and acres and acres of land where, like, there's no, there's no like, place where I could sit down and there'd be people walking past me a lot unless it was a beach but people I don't think it's just it's weird because it's it's like a culture shock for me as much as like I grew up coming here with my parents like like now that I'm living here like I feel so much clearer really yes I'm very surprised because I feel like like living by those like empty fields will help you think even more because there's not so much happening around you. I don't, I, I, I feel like this is how I think of it. I'm, I'm someone who needs to be like doing things all the time, like constant stimulation or like, are you a perfectionist? I think so. <laughs> I, I think I definitely am. Um, but I wake up, I go to the gym, I meal prep, I, and then I get back and then I'll go to class or I'll be right. I'm always doing something. And like, I think what I like about the city is that there's constant movement around okay. me where it's like a white noise almost like i'm not i'm not like people like a bunch of people like that doesn't make me feel like claustrophobic it actually makes me feel a lot more alive because there's people around me all the time and someone can just come up to me and it would be like that okay okay i understand your perspective yeah. okay i have another i have more questions <laughs> do you feel like you restrict yourself at all if so let's talk about it um I feel like I res- like sometimes restrict myself in pursuing what I want to do because of my own anxiety and fear. Okay. If that makes sense, like 
I overthink a lot of the things that I shouldn't overthink, mm -hmm. which leads to a lot of like questioning, which doesn't help me in any case, but it's like, I'm like, like, I don't want to say I'm scared, but it's like, I'm very hesitant to. You want to look before you leave. Yeah, but it's like, I'm like very hesitant to f pursue certain things because I don't, because I'm scared that the outcome won't be what I want it it yeah. to be if yeah. that makes sense but it's something that i need to work on yeah but that's one thing i don't know how i necessarily could work on if that makes sense i feel like i look before i leap in a lot of like everything where i'm like i research everything before i do it and the minute that i'm like you know what this time i'm not gonna look before i leap then it goes wrong and that like makes me retract every time like a thousand times more every time i try to like trust like just giving my my true feeling in just like trusting whatever feeling and then just go for it before i research and then whenever i don't like look into something or i don't do something the way i want to do it it always goes wrong right and like that's true like i don't even know how to begin to even like fix or change or make that better because like that can come from anything that can come from my childhood that can come from an event that I'm not even aware that affected me. So, like, I feel like just, like, writing about it and talking about it is just, like, the best way but to, But like, on the out. other side, like, spontaneous decisions are fucking dope. No, they are. They're I, fucking I won't lie. Dope. They are. And I'm trying to, like, be more free. Because I was, like, at, at heart. Like, I am a child at heart. I feel like I am. And I used to do really stupid stuff. Like, safe stuff. But, like, stupid decisions that, like, yeah. you know what, just fucking, I'm going to do whatever I want right now. And, like, I'm trying to, like, find my little 13-year-old self. And yeah, I don't know if I so. told you this, but, like, me and, my me and a friend of mine are planning to hitchhike across America next summer. Yeah, uh, yeah you did tell me that. Uh, okay, yeah. I think you should just totally go for that. Yeah, definitely want to experience America for what it is, right? Yeah. Because I'm, like, very, I'm still, like, getting used to this whole america type culture of thing. yeah if, if you even want to call it that <laughs> no but there are really some parts of america that are just geographically like insanely beautiful like if you want to start upstate new york that's where you want to start like even like if you took like the amtrak like over a break or something like that go mm -hmm. to like new paltz go to like buffalo and like there's just like anirondacks mountains like they're so pretty and like I don't know. I feel like America has a lot to offer, like, geographically yeah. <laughs> and, like, visually. <laughs> Culture, on the other hand, is a different story, but... Yeah, it's definitely different. But California is great. Like, if you want to go to Northern California, that's it's so beautiful there. I want to go to, like, so-called, like, irrelevant states. Like, I want to go to Wyoming. I like want to go to South, South, <laughs> South Dakota and, like... My dad went to Nebraska. Because he's a meat hole salesman, and that's where all the cattle is. So nice. he was like, yeah, it was just literally just acres and acres of just cows. Wow. So go to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Define work ethic to me. Like your definition of work ethic. Like what do you think work ethic is to yourself? Oh, that's such a hard question. <laughs> Um, work ethic to me. Like, even if it comes down to, like, have you ever had, like, a job before? I have, yeah. Yeah, so, like, how did you treat that job? 
honestly, I feel like work <laughs> ethic to like my own definition is doing what doing what you can based on how you feel. Okay. I feel like work ethic is not necessarily giving it, giving it all you can, but it's I'm listening. It's how you um it's what you do depending on how much you like what like what you feel at the time. Okay. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Def no, definitely that makes sense. I feel like I'm I'm very much like that when it comes to art. I feel like and there's just so many different work ethics you can right. like explain. That's why it's a hard question. Um, but when it comes to art, if too much of anything is bad, in right. my opinion, like exactly. I feel like if you overdo anything, like it's not, it's there's no definite answer of how it's gonna turn out. Right. Um, because if I overwork myself with art, it's not gonna be. It's the difference is gonna be between me like taking like pacing myself and taking time into a piece of artwork, or just taking ten hours and working on it. It's gonna look a lot different between the two right but when it comes to like work work or like job where i'm like making a paycheck and like getting a paycheck at the end of the week like i work my ass off right. like but i feel like there's a dark side of that too because for the past two years i was work i was started off working two jobs over the summer where i was working like 60 hours a week and then this summer i was working the same hours at the same job and like as much as like the money was great and like it built like character and built like a great sense of work ethic within myself like i was so burned out to the point where like i couldn't even think like there was just like i would get home go to bed do it all over again i was like working like six seven days a week could i ask you a question yeah when do you feel the most free free because i know you're a busy person and i just want to know i feel like and this is so this is so like mysterious artist of me but i feel like when i go to like parks and it's okay. like I can just watch people live. I'm very much an observer. Yeah. And I just I was reading a book at the park and I just like looked up and I just I ended up looking up and watching people for like 15 minutes. And that was like my favorite. That that's and that's how I used to like feel free and feel calm from where I'm from. Like I would go to like a beach and just sit on a bench. Like, a, there was, like, this specific park bench at a beach where I would just sit down and watch, like, little kids, like, play or, like, families or just, like, watch people walk past me. And, like, that's why I like the city. It's just, like, people, like, knowing that there's more people outside of my realm right. that are living different lives than I am. Exactly. You know? And it, it is really complex to even think about that, like, I'm one person in, like, in this city alone, nine million people that have all lived different lives, think differently than I am, and, like, I will never know. Exactly. But I know that they're there. Exactly. And at some point, like, I'll be able to, like, like, be able to talk to them, right. let's say. Yeah. For however long I'm living here. That's when I, like, how about you? What, when do you feel, like? Honestly, I feel the most liberty when I'm alone. Yeah. Because none of my thoughts will ever contradict with anyone else's if I'm alone. I can always be myself. Mm -hmm. Everything I, everything, every event that occurs is due to my own decision. So, whether it's beneficial or consequences, it's through my own actions. So I feel yeah. like I'm the most efficient when I'm I'm alone. I 
completely i'm i feel like i'm very much the like, don't same. get me wrong i love humans and i love yeah. like hanging out with friends or family or whatnot but like in terms of like being myself to like the full extent then i have to be alone if that makes yeah. sense and like that's how i feel like when i'm like i'm very much an observer when i said that like I'm still alone. Like, I still, like, I'm not going with someone else to do that. I do that by myself, and I just, right. like, kind of observe people and just, like, think about what their life would be. But those are my thoughts that I'm thinking about. Right. Like, I'm not, like, and I feel like I've been that way my whole life. I feel like I was the most unhappy when I was trying to actively make friends all the time. And that's why I was, like, kind of, like, blah, like, for, like, the first two weeks here. I was just, like, getting the instant gratification of, like, hi my name's cat and just like spending like a couple hours with them thinking that we're friends and then them not caring to even text me or talk to me after that exactly like i don't mean as like and that's where that's where my fear of rejection comes from oh um, like okay. i don't mean as much <clears throat> as people mean to me because okay. every person i come into contact with i treat them like they've, i've known them my whole life right because it is like people are just like i crave deep connections exactly and a lot of people don't which no. is like not their fault cause yeah i mean like it's okay like if 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 you want to party or if you want to do that that's totally fine like that's dope like that's what you want to do but for me i just i just can't pretend yeah i just can't pretend and i just can't enjoy myself knowing that like you don't want to know more about me like that's, yeah that's, that's crazy <laughs> and, it like, sounds, and when people when you say that out loud like people think that's conceited right and it's not like, like i want to know more about you clearly you're not interested like but you know that's not yeah it's not and it sucks because like i can't sit here and be like how could they do that because no, like people could say the same thing about me about the things that i do or in the way that i think exactly. people call me selfish for wanting to be alone all the time right but like that's the cool thing about like people that everyone just thinks differently and it's exactly. better to look at it that way than just to separate ourselves no and i can't know? and i can ne i can never get mad at somebody else's like opposing thought unless it goes like personal it, exactly like they personally like want to attack whatever you're feeling right but then again like at the end of the day i don't care yeah <laughs> I no i want to be where you are because like i think fundamentally i am but actively like the way i am i'm a very emotional and sensitive person and like i i react quickly like, and i'm trying to like not i mean like and that. that's fine like that's you but like is it something that you you want to change about yourself I because think if if it's something that you can't change, like that that is who you are. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with it, you know. Like the emotional part, like I I I genuinely like crying. Like a good cry is like something that's really helpful for me. Okay. Like just to like, if I'm having a bad day, I will go and sit on my bed and listen to a song that'll purposely make me cry, just to like get it out. Because okay. if I don't, I'll wake up the next day angry. I'll wake up the next day and be like, have it all still inside of me, and I'll. I'll flash, like, you know, not flash, oh my god, <laughs> like, get mad at someone. Right. And, like, s set off a switch, and I'll, like, and it won't be their fault. It'll be my fault. I don't so. know. I feel like an alien sometimes. I don't really have emotions. <laughs> like, I don't get mad because I don't see a reason to get mad. I don't get sad because I hate being sad. I feel like the only emotion that's, like, pretty prevalent in my life is happiness. You're zen. That's, like, a perfect, like, balance, then not perfect balance, but then again right? i feel like as a human being maybe i'm not even human who knows but anyways yeah. <laughs> as a human being like i feel like i need to express those emotions but i can't get it out of me but i feel yeah. like i need to i don't know like 
do you have like a, a vice at all where like you actually do you think about those feelings but you're not actually you know expressing them like writing or through music even like when you when you play music is there any thought in your head like oh i'm sad right now but i'm not crying and i'm not feeling sad but i'm thinking about sadness the thing is like I don't even know if I'm sad or not. Like yeah. when when that thought comes in, I don't know if I'm sad or not. So I don't I end up like just ignoring it. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, it's just And I don't think that's like a weird thing. Like I don't think that's a weird thing at all. Like for a long time, like I did not cry at all. I never would get sad ever. I was just it was just anger. And I feel like since I've worked on myself and like gotten sober and fixed the way that I think my thought process, I've felt no anger really. Like I I have a short fuse, but I'm not angry. Like I'm not like actually upset with somebody. I'm just like upset. Like I'll cry, but I'm not like crying in the way where like, this is the end of the world cry. It's just like sadness. Like if something bad happens, I cry, but like, it's not the end of the world. Like I, life goes on like it's fine yeah I, like i as bad as it sounds i also have that it is what it is mindset because it's the truth like, honestly I, like even if like obstacles come at me that's not through my own actions it's just like it, what, are you, what are you gonna do like, <laughs> it's like i have to respond to it somehow but it's like it is what it is yeah like, and like, like i said as much as a perfectionist as I am like I am very much like precise with a lot of things in my life like when something bad happens I'm just like all right now I know how I'm not gonna let this happen next time like I just got scammed out of a thousand dollars that happened last week someone hacked into my account and took a thousand dollars and like for like 20 seconds I was like I'm going to kill myself I was (laughs) like oh my god and I called my mom like frantically I was like mom I just there's no my thousand dollars are gone mom <laughs> and she was like okay and I just you know what like it did bother me for a day and like I was like kind of like Ugh. but then I was just like you know what it's gone and I'm gonna call the bank and I'm gonna get it back and right. I think I'm getting it back Hopefully. as soon as I sat down and was like okay it's it's gone right now I'm going to move forward see if I can get it back but if I don't I work and I'm going to make it back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have to acknowledge your current situation and yeah. current feeling and how you're going to incorporate it into your solution. Yeah, because I was, like, so mad. I was, like, how, like, who did this? And I'm trying to figure out who it was and where it's going to. I was, like, it's gone. Okay, like, not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, and it's gone. Like, I'm not going to lie. I do not know how I would feel if I lost a thousand dollars. I know, like I cannot relate. I mean, I have so much saved up from the past two summers that I'm just happy it was. It was only a thousand dollars. If it was more than, I would literally like I'd be livid. Like I'd, <laughs> I'd probably like drop out of school and like figure out who it was. But that's why everything happens for a reason. It was only that amount, and I think I'm gonna get it back. And I'm getting a new card, which I need to get one anyway. So it's like a blessing and a curse in a way. Now I know that I'm going to be more careful to like keep my account closed and like make sure I have more security on it. And I'm deleting Venmo because I I didn't even know I had Venmo until $1,000 was taken out of it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's okay. It's fine. 
Let's hope that you get it back. No, I think that I'm going to because I didn't I didn't make the transaction. I didn't send the money out. But anyway, that favorite was a very long segment. Yeah, that was a really no, but that's good. That's what that's what I'm saying. It just like turns into like whatever it's going to turn into. Um Okay, so I have two questions. Do you depend on anyone or anything? Mm-hmm. If so, for how long? Or and then after that, it's what's your perspective on existentialism? Wow. Okay. Because two and two kind of go in hand with each other, depending on your answer. Well, I personally do not depend on anyone, and I hate depending on people because that limits, like that limits me from, like, going to where I want to be. Yeah. Because I feel like if I depend on someone, I'm, like, carrying them on my shoulders to get to where I want to be, and that's more. Heavy lifting on my my end, and I don't know. I just it just feels as though it's like almost like forced in a way. Yeah. If I depend on somebody, that's why I love my fucking friends. Like they're not like they're very independent. Like but I but they know I still love them and I'll always yeah. be there for them. But like. They don't need to call me every day. They don't need to text me every day. It's just like we have like big knowledge that I have my own life. They they have their own too, and you're like minded, which yeah. is great. <laughs> and I like it's okay to depend on people. Like you may not be as independent as some of other people are, but it's that's totally fine too. Yeah. Like, I think that's where my worst friendships came from because I've always been an independent person. My parents have raised me to be that way. Both of my parents, like, as much as they're completely different people, they live separate lives, but they still love each other and they live in the same house and they're married, they have kids, but, like, they're different people. And, like, they have separate jobs that are... So my mom's an artist, my dad's a salesman. They're different jobs, but they obviously love each other. They're still married, live in the same house. And they just taught me to be like, you do what you need to do. And like, you make friends that think the same way that you do. And like, in the, in the way of like, don't get into a codependent relationship because that's gonna, that's really going to hurt you in the long run. Right. And that's where my relationships went wrong because I've always been independent, but the people that I've been friends with are so scared to be alone. So I always felt like I was giving them a therapy, se- therapy session like every single day, right. which I at the time thought was a good thing like I'm helping this person I'm gonna help this person be different I'm gonna fix them I can't fix somebody at like I can't fix a 14 year old kid right. <laughs> when I'm 14 and dealing with God knows what at that time and thinking that I'm gonna help this person like 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 I said before like it's okay to be dependent but I feel like people have to acknowledge the difference between feeling lonely and being alone yeah because I feel like being because I feel like being alone you have so much fucking freedom to do whatever the fuck you want to do but if you're feeling lonely I understand like you might need a hand or whatnot but like being alone is great I know it's like great and like people like whenever I try to explain it to people they're like they always think it's so sad and it's just not and I feel like that's the disconnect I feel with people here because I came into college thinking like I'm gonna make all these friends but deep down oh me too me too I don't think I'd want that no i don't want that like so i know you're not a party person but i went to one of the welcome week parties right mm-hmm. and they were blasting music people were getting drunk and i was standing in the middle of the dance floor like not doing anything just staring up in the sky uh-huh. and thinking to myself 
during this time I can be doing something more productive with my fucking <laughs> life. Like I was having like like an identity crisis in the middle of the dance room. Yeah, like, like existentialism, like yes, existentialism exactly. crisis, existential crisis. It's like why like what what is my purpose? Like why do I exist? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, like but like genuinely whenever I would go to a party, like my problem is is like I would always like to be invited to something. But going and being invited are two different things. Exactly. I would never want to go to, like, high school parties. I was never, like, an avid, like, partier. But, like, I was always friends with popular girls. And they would always bring me. And and whenever I would go, I would be drinking. And then I would be like, this fucking sucks. Like, I don't want to be here. None of these people... Like, if I dropped dead on the floor right now, nobody would care. They'd just oh, be like, yeah. Like, nobody no. would give two shits whether I passed out or, like, Mm-mm. was in danger. Like, everyone in this room... Not to say that everyone's selfish, but, like, when you're drinking and at a party, like, your last concern is the person standing next to you. Exactly. And, like, that is not something I would personally like. And, right. like, a lot of for a lot of people, it's great. It's social. Like, people need social stuff, but, like... For me, I don't, I don't really need that instant gratification of small talk. Right, and I have more fun by myself anyway. Me too. If like, I'm being <laughs> honest, like I love like playing music to myself or like playing music and just dancing by myself. It's yeah, just like, me or too. like <laughs> reading a book by myself, just like shit like that. It just makes me feel happy. Yeah, know? and like. Sometimes I'll go to, like, if I hear one more person call Washington Square Park Wash, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> like, I have heard so many people. Because I like Washington Square Park. Because it's, like... I've never been there. I need to go. You should go. I need to go. Like, it is the complete place to just, like, because NYU's right there. So you have all these, like, people your age. But then you also have, like, musicians. And you have, like, a million... There's a dog park. That'd so much great. stuff. Um, but I was just sitting there. And I was just, like, highlighting quotes in a book. And then writing about the quotes when I got home. And, like, I, I was doing that a lot my senior year, but I hadn't done it over the summer. I hadn't done it since I've been here, and then I did it. And I was so happy. Like, happier than I probably would have been if I, like, made a new friend or, like, right. it was so much fun. <laughs> that sounds so sad, but, like, I just, no, like... No, great. No, I just, like, 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 stupid, corny little stuff like that. But that's what makes you you. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was so fucking cliche. No, but like, I don't care. No, but it's true because I was, and then I did it the next day and then I was reading a book and then these NYU students came up to me and they're like, you look so cool. And like, can we take photos of you for our photography class? And I was like, this is like the best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) I was having so much fun. And then I went to Emma Chamberlain's coffee shop, which was so cute. Was it expensive? No. It was oh. five, It was like $5 for like the big coffee thing. How was it? It was really good. Like, like I was expecting it to be like, okay, like this is a cash grab. Okay, is it like at least like an 8 out of 10? Yes. Okay. Like, I'm not even, it was very good. It was at, it was Blank Street Coffee. And I, Blank Street Coffee in general is good. Never had it. It's, it's good. But then again, I only drink like black coffee. So yeah, it's like. We've had this conversation. Yeah, how do I do <laughs> differentiate like good good and bad black okay. coffee? Okay, she had like it was just like cold brew, like iced black coffee with like almond milk. Yeah, that'd be great. Which is almond milk is good if you like if you like black coffee because it honestly doesn't. It's just water. Like it just tastes tastes like she added like a little bit of like water <laughs> to it and like sweetener. Yeah, because I've never had like creamer in my coffee before. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not like, like that kind of person. 
at all. What do you like? Okay, I like uh, in the morning. I've gone through. Okay, so I have a French dark roast in there, my little K cups, and I put them in here. They're from Starbucks, and I don't put anything in it. It's just black coffee. Okay. And it wakes me up like that. Um, and then the restaurant I work at, they have an espresso machine, so I'll get a double espresso, put a little bit of Splenda in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like. I am a very big cappuccino person. Okay. Um, but only with an almond milk because it's light, and I can still like taste like the bitterness of like. Yeah, espresso. I I enjoy the bitterness of Me coffee. Me too. And that's what my screenplay is called: the bitter taste of black coffee. I mean, I don't know. Like, like if you add a lot of like sugar and creamer, like you're just drinking sweet milk right you're just you're not even <laughs> drinking coffee at that point it's like and i have not found a coffee place here where i'm like this is good coffee have not found it no i've not either and i don't think i will because new york is it's not italy that's I don't, true <laughs> you know what that's i mean true. like yeah that's true. i don't think anything will ever beat italian coffee i really like i went i went to france it was dog shit really coffee, so bad really yes I'm so surprised. Cause yeah, like I when I went to France, it was amazing. Like, really? I, okay, it's not Italy, but it's it was still amazing. I did not. It was di- it was a different taste. Like it was lighter, but it was like it tasted like maybe it was just a coffee place I went to, <laughs> but it was like sour. Like you could take you could tell that like the beans were like burned on accident a little bit. Um, but Italy, I, when I went to Florence, I was like. That was a ha- that's the happiest I think I've ever been. Really? When I was in Italy. Is it because you've entered this atmosphere that you've never been in? Like, this environment? that you? I think it was that, and I think it was also the fact that I was just surrounded by art and how okay. much people loved it. Oh, yeah. Because here, like, you can go to the Met and be like, wow, look at this. But, like, it's not you're, – you're in it. When no, you're in people Florence, take you're in pride – of art yeah. in Europe, it's it's so beautiful. Cause it's it's the culture, like they they just like especially like the religious aspect of it. Like every painting that you see has like some religious like story behind it, and yeah, it's like, just like like and you've like I've seen that you've been to multiple like European countries, and yeah. you and you know like every architecture is just beautiful. It, it, it's it, like everything I looked at, I was like, I could take a picture of this right now, post it on Pinterest, and it would be like. It would be on everyone's Pinterest board. Exactly. Like, it was, like... like every single building. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's wild. And it was just, like... It was, like, down to the water, down to the people, down to, like, the fact... Like, every... I can name anything. And it was just so visually pleasing. And just so... People put so much work into, like, that... That country. It's definitely more peaceful than New York City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for yes. Sure, for like, sure. Like, I feel like... Okay. I feel like in Italy, if I got killed, no one, nobody would find me. I feel like in New York, if I got killed, people would probably find me. <laughs> I f- that's 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 the difference. I didn't. I felt safe in Italy, but their their police system was kind of like people were like <laughs> popping Molly in the street, and they were like, "Yeah, that's oh, okay." <laughs> like, I would love to go to Amsterdam though. Amsterdam that's my dream. is great. Have you been? Yeah. Did you love it? Uh, <laughs> not 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 my favorite place I've been to. Not like not in a bad way, but okay. it's like. But food food was great. Okay. There was it was very dirty. Yeah, I've I have heard that overflow of bikes, like because you're gonna see bikes every fucking one. But yeah. like in terms of like like a vacation, I it's it's great. But like I definitely would not live there. It's, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, uh, honestly, I I would love to go there for like the Anne Frank museum. Oh and yeah, all okay. Stuff like that because I am very interested in like history and stuff like that, and that's like literally just a 
part of history. Right. You know, I, I, I'm very into like historical places. Like when we went to Italy, I wanted to go to like the like the churches and like see like I don't know. Like I just like love historical stuff. Like I went to Greece when I was younger, younger. And we went to, like, all of, like, these Greek, like, I don't know. It was just, like, all these places, like, Athens. We went to Athens. We went to Pompeii and, like, stuff like that, which was super cool. I'm, like, super into, like, I, I don't think I could ever see myself being a traveler. But I could see myself, like, staying for places in a long period of time. Would you, like, live in Europe? Yes. Okay. I think when I'm done with New York, <laughs> like, maybe when I'm, like, 45 maybe older i would move to italy oh so you fell in love with it yeah like italy okay i mean my grandfather is from there okay like we so, have you, like so you're from like european descent yeah yeah i guess so because like through his bloodline like i can have citizenship there oh dope yeah so like my mom can live there her sister can live there i can live there my, my sister just not my dad's side which sucks but i would totally move to florence if i had the chance like it was just like Everything was beautiful. Let me see how much time we're at, because I think we're, like, well over, like, 50 minutes. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can ask you one more question, and then we can wrap it up. Okay. Um, let's see. We can just end it with music, because that's your, like, that's your thing. Favorite music artist or genre, and why? Is there a story to, you know, why you love these artists? Um... So I have a band and a solo artist that was in a band. So obviously Jimi Hendrix mm -hmm. because he's influenced my style. Yeah. He's influenced. He's a reason why I play guitar. Okay. So like his presence and his existence is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Like I, in my dorm, I have a pic, like a poster of Jimi. Okay. If I'm feeling the need to, I pray to Jimi. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> you know. No, I do the same thing with Salvador Dali over there. I just look at it and I'm inspired. I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, you're the reason why I started playing music. Like, he's very important to me in the way I dress. Okay. In the way I carry myself. Because I really like the personality, too. He's very nice. He's very caring. He's okay. very, like, empathetic, you know. And... Taking away too soon, also. Yeah. 27. 27. Sad. Yeah. Sad. But a band I also like is Incubus. Okay. Because they make me feel, I don't know, they just... Indescribable, that's the yeah, best one. Yeah, indescribable. I am speechless every time I hear it. It just goes through my soul. It just enhances my mood. It's just, everything just great about that band. What about you? This is honestly, like, I grew up with a lot of 60s Good music. Poster, by the way. Yeah, I love Simon, I and, love Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Him, them, and this is a new one because... You know who Elliot Smith is? I love Elliot Smith. It's a new one because they have the same. He has the same sound as Simon and Garfunkel in a weird, weird way. Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith. Do you know Alex G? Yeah. Yes. Alex and him G. Too. Alex G. Kind of sounds like the modern Elliot Smith. Yes. In a way. And like Elliot Smith, like did the soundtrack for my favorite movie. He did Goodwill Hunting. He did like the whole soundtrack score for that movie, and I just like. He got me through like the first month. What? What? No, I'm thinking about um, the Radiohead. Oh, my God, yeah. So Robin told me that his favorite um, artist or, like, group was Radiohead, and I was like, red flag, I'm never, like, this is really scary. So I was like, okay, like, you know what? I'm going to watch Twilight. That's how I got 
That's really? that's why I was like, I'm gonna listen to Radiohead because the ending song at Twilight is um, what's their two, 2007 album called? The Rainbow uh, one. In Rainbows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the first song, fifteen and something. Fifteen steps. Yeah, fifteen okay. steps is the ending song. I've on never t- watched Twilight. Twilight. So bad, but so good. That's <laughs> just beside this besides the point. So I was like, okay, let me just listen to this whole album. And I listened to In Rainbows, and I was like. Okay, let me listen to like their old stuff because I I know their old stuff. Like yeah. I know like high and dry I, that, that like I know all that stuff, and then I started listening to like everything. So I texted Rob and I was like, I'm really sorry for calling you a red flag. Their stuff is actually like really really good, <laughs> and you were respectful. You're like, yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> like maybe that red flag was a green flag. After yeah, no, all. it was a green flag. No, because there are some people's where people's there are some people where I ask them and they're like, I'm like, what's your favorite artist? They're like. The Smiths, Radiohead, and The Cure, that's it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I will have to admit, I'm not the big biggest Smiths fan. We, yeah, we've talked about this yeah. too. Like, I'm not... Not the biggest fan of, like, Morrissey's voice. Uh, he's also, like, an asshole, too. The yeah. guy's, like, kind of, like, really weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll, like, take his shirt off in the middle of concerts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, like, uh, my, my, like, biggest quote-unquote green flag for like people with music is that they start off with like their favorite artists and then they just say like they're into everything because music is like i'm into everything too like i like i have like a really big like like warm spot for like 60s like beatles simon garfunkel like rolling stones people like that because like my mom and my grandfather grew me up on like helped me like find my love for music through that but like at the same time like i'm a big rap listener like not rap in the way where it's like modern pop rap like i'm a very big like kendrick fan i love kendrick i love kanye i love kid cuddy i love like storytellers like jake hole and stuff like that like i like this sounds so stupid but i told someone i was like i feel like rap is just like you write a poem and then you just add music to it because it's true, um, like, everything yeah, no, rhymes. It is what it is, right? Yeah. That, that's literally what it is. Okay, we've been here for an hour, and my and my <laughs> podcasts are only, like, 35 minutes. But this is a good thing for, like, my first guest, because, like, yeah. you can always come back. You can always be, like, a, like, reoccurring guest. You yeah. can, like, invite, like, people. Like, we can do three people. Like, whatever you want. But thank you for being my, f- like, first guest. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. No, like, genuinely, like... Like, it was, like, a really no, good... No, it was like, really fun, too. Just, like, talk. getting everything out of my head, too. It's yeah. Like okay, so I'm going to do my outro now. Don't laugh at me, but thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening and taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Check out my Instagram or my po- like my personal website at catwithsnessy. That's K-A-T-W-I-S-N-I-E-S-K-I dot com. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.